This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Spectrum Business works with small businesses nationwide, so we know that running your own business means doing it all. Marketing, sales, inventory, customer service, and more. Spectrum One for Business helps you keep it all connected for just $49.99 a month. Get fast, reliable internet, advanced Wi-Fi with security shield, and a free mobile line for one low price. Stay connected and do it all with Spectrum One for Business. Only $49.99 a month. Go to spectrum.com slash business to learn more. Restrictions apply. Services not available in all areas. Hello and welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. <laughs> you might have noticed me and Dave have swapped places. Yeah. I'm doing Dave's bits and Dave's doing my bits because Dave's in Canada. In El, in El Canada. It's beautiful. No snow though. No snow. No. Oh, what's the point of Canada if there's no snow? <laughs> that is very true. But there is lots of... I've eaten well so far. I pretty much Good. put on like I reckon half a stone in three days. And I think I've cracked jet lag now. Um, nice. It's it's a bit confusing. Yeah, this is weird that you're hosting and I'm doing the second bit. It is weird, isn't it? Mm. Like you know, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. Sh- we might swap back halfway through the episode. I feel because you know, you yeah. It's just we're going to naturally form in, fall into our normal rhythms. Yeah. Um. But uh, but tell people what we're doing, Dave. Well, before we do that, can I just say uh, if the audio is not great, it's because I'm recording off an iPad. So apologies yeah. for that. And also I'm doing the editing. So this uh... could turn out crazily good or crazily bad. Uh, but it is it is coming out. It's gonna be in your ears. So happy Christmas, everyone. This is twenty seconds, is this coming out? Yeah, twenty seconds. I've lost all I don't know what days these are or what times, so <laughs> no idea going on. All I know is I've got to edit it quick. <laughs> oh yeah, is it Sunday today? It's Sunday today, yeah. Okay, good. We're recording on a Sunday. Which is our normal day to record on, honestly. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We mostly record at the weekends, don't we? Yeah, that's good. Uh, We are today, we are recording an episode. We watched a sequel to a film that came out in 2002 uh, called Chicken Run. You might have heard of it. It was quite a big deal. Armored Animation, the people that made Wallace and Gromit and Shaun of the Sheep, and then... For years, there was Shaun of the. I love the way you said Shaun of the Sheep, <laughs> like it's Shaun of the Dead, but of sheep instead. Love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, it. that's true. Uh, so for years, there's always been the rumors of a sequel, and there's never been a sequel. Mm. A lot of people saying we want a sequel to Chicken Run. Well, finally, last year, they 22 had... years later, crazy. That's a long time for crazy. a sequel. It's a long time. It is a long time. Uh, it is so a long time. They joined forces with Netflix, and now we've got a sequel called. Chicken, Chicken Run, Run Two. No, no, you Dawn. get the name right. It, I, I was just about to say Dawn of the Nugget. Yeah, but it's not called Chicken Run Two. 
Oh, isn't it? Oh, chicken okay, sorry. Colon. Dawn of the Dawn Nugget. Dawn of the Nugget. Right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I apologise. And a, and a pretty much a whole new cast, right? Yes, we'll get into that. Apart from Jane Horrocks, that's about it. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's just Jane Horrocks. I think everyone else... Oh, and Miranda Richardson. I would say some of the secondary else characters new. are still there, right? Not many. It's, it's a couple. Did, did David but, Bradley, yeah. was he in the first one as Fowler? Uh, or was that someone... No, I think... Hang on, let me think. The old Who's bird. Fowler the old, in the first one. The old yeah, bird. Yeah, yeah, I know who you mean. I don't think it was David Bradley, though. I could be wrong. Because the mice, I think the, it was someone the mice else. have changed voices as well, right? The mice have changed voices, yeah. Um, so they that was it was Phil Daniels was one of the mice in the first one, right? Yeah. Um, and that's that's Daniel Mays now is doing the <laughs> Phil Daniels one. Uh, another Dan, another Daniel Mays um, sequel in the like, two weeks. Um, Smashing yeah. Christmas this year. Absolutely. Um, so the first one. Um, Fowler was, uh, oh, hang on, who was Fowler? Oh, so Timothy Spall was one of the rats, I think. Oh, um, Fowler was Benjamin With 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 Withrow. No, I don't okay. know who that is. I yeah, no idea. He's in Pride and Prejudice, but I don't know. But I imagine he's dead. Oh, okay. yeah, he died. He died in set twenty seventeen. So, well, that explains know. that one then. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think we've got a few a few. So yeah, um it was Phil Daniels and Timothy Spall were the rats in the first one. So very very different cast, really different cast. Uh, you know. Oh, Amelda Staunton's back. Yeah, as one of the Bunty. chickens. Yeah. Yeah, one of the chickens. Bunty and Babs, they're the same. Um yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Dave, tell us a synopsis of Chicken Run 2. You can run through Chicken Run as well, if you like, well, while chicken, you're there. Chick, chicken Run's <laughs> very simple. It's literally the great escape with chickens. Yes, true. And it's about a band of chickens led by one called Ginger who uh, want to escape a a bad chicken place. I can't remember what the word would be, uh, where they kill chickens. Farm, I think. At... <laughs> <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is farm. <laughs> that's a simple word farm uh, and they're trying to get off the farm where they make chicken pies and whatever and it's a really fun uh, amazing anime like clay animation movie it's got a really good uh, good bad guy as Mrs Tweedy mm. and they at the end of that film spoilers they do escape and then pick up I'd say not too long after this film, right? Or that film, where they pick up this film. How long yeah, do you reckon that is? I don't know. Because, well, how old's the chicken, the child? Well, this is my, my question, Rich. How, how long do chickens take to age? Well, I don't think these chickens are, are, are our kind of chickens because these chickens have teeth. So uh, I'm not sure they're actually anatomically correct chickens. <laughs> that makes sense. So this... <laughs> Is picked up when they the chickens have escaped yeah. from that chicken farmer, and they're now living on a, like a utopia little island in the middle of a lake where they're they're safe. Mm. Uh, and the the lead chickens, Ginger and Rocky, who was played by Mel Gibson in the previous film, and Ginger, who was played by Julia 
Sawala. Sawala. Very uh, are now played by Zachary Levy and uh, Tandy Newton. Mm. Uh, um, so their voices have changed, and you know, sounds weird. And now they're living in a nice utopia, but those two have had, had a chick mm. uh, called called Molly, and uh, the chick grows older for the first ten minutes of this film, and uh, uh, she takes on parts of her father's traits and her mother's traits, yeah. which is about adventurous and being naughty and you know being a crusader mm. and she wants to see the big wide world uh forward on a little bit and we'd say and she's they spot yeah probably a teenager do you reckon at this point yeah she's a, yeah but this is how, how old do, how old that be was that weeks or months or years <laughs> i don't know i don't know the fat chickens and like i say i don't think it really matters i think we can i think we presume it's years because they're not normal chickens yeah Anyway, she wants to go and live a big... She wants to go and see the rest of the world. So she gets off the island and then she finds out there's another farm that looks like it's good for chickens. A.K.A. it's not good for chickens. It's bad for chickens. Mm. And uh, she meets someone called Fizzle. Frizzle, yeah. Frizzle. <laughs> you know, I watch this in jet lag. I <laughs> really... Some of the names are going to go missing. And then uh, uh, the adventure continues that the uh, Ginger and Rocky have to go to this new chicken farm, not to break out, but to, to break, break in. in. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much the uh, the synopsis of this film. Yeah, right? yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, they're basically trying to turn all the chickens into chicken nuggets. And then... The dawn of the nugget. Yeah, and apparently chicken tastes better if the chickens are happy when they die. So they've, like... Some sort of hypnosisy thing going on to keep the chickens. Well, happy. Yeah, magical organic chickens now, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, they're not really organic chickens, but they are like, yeah, some sort of weirdness. How? So, how long did it take you to get used to the new voices? Uh, never. Okay. Would be okay. Would be. You didn't settle into it at all, like. I find it. I found it really. I've watched Chicken Run a lot over the years, and I really like it. And um, I've come accustomed to those voices. Mm. And I just don't... It's a fine film. You know, it, I watched it and I, I laughed. And I, I enjoyed it. And it, it does... Every, it hits every beat, I would say. Yeah. But I just found those two voices... Not so much... Not so much the Mel Gibson, Decker Levy character. Oh, okay. But the main character of Ginger, it just didn't feel like Ginger to me. It felt like a completely different character. Uh, a very... Yeah, step, okay. I found Rocky's voice really off-putting. Like, well, yeah, you know, I I felt Zachary Levy instead of Mel Gibson it felt very weird. Like, you know, it yeah. took a good look. I, I wouldn't probably until the like. Actually, I probably didn't get used to it like you. I did get used to Ginger's voice, but only in the last like twenty minutes or so, I think. But yeah. is that when Ginger became more like Ginger, the character we knew from yes. the first film? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because most of this film, she's just trying to protect her chick, her yeah, her, her her child, and it doesn't really feel like that. Ginger, which I don't think it's a problem because you know growth, character growth, will probably and that. be the same. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think so. So, what do you think of this movie then? What's what's good about it? What's bad about it? What did you enjoy? What did you not enjoy quite so much? Uh, I love the animation. Yeah, it's beautiful, I really, isn't it? I love Ardman. I think Armin, you just have to keep reminding yourself that that's like 
that's clay and people have done all the movements to all those chickens and it's it's just amazing you think the hours and occasionally when you can see a little like fingerprint in one you're like oh yeah they've actually done that (laughs) the patience of that kind of animation is is incredible and especially when it's a, like an hour and 40 movie, isn't it? Or is it an hour and 30? Um, it's uh, an hour and 41. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I, I laughed. I like. I do like the secondary chickens, like you said, Babs and that. And I, and I, liked, I liked the story. I think that's good. Uh, I did wonder what the Dawn of the Nugget was going to mean for most of the film, but then the chicken nugget thing turns up. And it would have been nice not to... You, I don't know if you watched the trailer beforehand. I did but see the, the trailer. We did a trailer breakdown of it. Do you remember? Oh yes, the trailer. Oh yes, we did. The trailer reveals the bad guy. Yeah, uh, the big bad guy, which would have been a nice surprise if you hadn't seen the trailer. Uh, no, but I make Rich watch trailers, and I watch trailers, so I ruin everything in in time for both of us now. So you're welcome. Oh, yeah, and what do you think of Nick Mohammed? Yeah, uh... I, I like Nick Mohammed that character. He made me. He's a. I would say maybe the uh, the comic relief mm. for most of the movie. Um, he's good. Yeah, I was glad he was in it. I thought he was a good uh, person to go with. Can we say who the bad guy is? We've probably said it already, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in the trailer, so it's not spoiler, is yeah. it? Yeah, Mrs. Tweedy's back uh, as she survives the the great fall uh, being released from a hot air balloon or whatever it was from the first one from yeah. a great height. Uh, and not even a mark on her. You know, I thought they would have might have put her in a, like a, a back brace or a broken leg or something, or even with a stick. Well, I mean, if it was years might... ago, then maybe not so much. But you know. but it might not have been years ago. It true. might have just been months, Rich. True, true. Okay. Because chickens' <laughs> lives, I don't think are that that long. No, but then, yeah, like I say, I don't think these are chickens, like real chickens. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's an animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought Nick Mohammed, I thought all the voices were good mm. but i would have preferred the original voices i can know what i know why mel gibson's not in it i haven't got a problem with that but why julia's not in it i still can't get my head no. around why they why they made that change yeah. it makes no sense to me at all but they, t- they took out they took out mel gibson and replaced him with zachary levy who is also quite problematic do we not think? Probably when they cast him, he wasn't quite that prom- problematic than he True. is now. Okay. And the only reason he's problematic now is because he can't keep his big mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. You know, That's... everyone, what was um, what Chuck? Everyone loved Chuck. Yeah, true. Right? I've TV never seen show? it, but I know everyone liked it, but I never watched it. So Weird, because Ch- it seems like Chuck would be the kind of show you would like. Yeah, might be. I don't know. I just never, never got around to it. I know our friend James really liked it. Yeah, but that's not the greatest example of no, why you should watch not. something. I'll make James watch it. That's true. His favourite film's Pearl Harbour. He he's made bad choices with tel- bad film choices. and television. Bad choices. Yeah. Um, talking of of people with bad taste in movies, uh, I watched this with George. Oh, good. Yeah, so watched, we watched it together the other day, and uh, and he really enjoyed it, and. Um, oh. You go. When Miss, I, I, oh, this might be a spoiler, but uh, so if you if you haven't watched Dawn of the Nugget yet, just pause this for a couple of minutes while I talk about this. Going to talk about the ending. Um, so yeah, pause it for five minutes. Come back. Um, yeah. But yeah, when uh, the <laughs> George really liked the ending when Mrs. Tweedy fell to her death again, and he's like, this time she's properly dead. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, uh, when you say. 
at the but end. She didn't. You know when she went she, in the... Yeah, yeah, but she didn't actually die. She she was turned into a human chicken nugget and somehow survived. But yeah. but when she fell in, he's like, "Oh, she's definitely dead now," <laughs> and then she wasn't. <laughs> has he watched the first one? He has seen the first one. Yeah, a couple of times. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, that was quite funny that she came that she fell into the nugget maker and then came out the other end as like a a battered person rather than a a little bit like um, the Terminator and stuff. Yes, yeah, a bit like the Terminator without the thumbs up. Um, she wasn't she wasn't dead though. She was alive, just covered in breadcrumbs. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah, I'm glad he enjoyed it. I was going to be one of my questions to you is like. Did you show it to George and did it still work? Yeah, he did enjoy it. He did enjoy it. I don't think he had the hang-ups on it like I did. You know, I th- he enjoyed it no. more than I did. I th- And I thought it was okay. You know, like like you, I thought it was pretty much fine. There were bits in it that were fun and I laughed a couple of times. I found the voices really jarring and I just felt like... Isn't that was... weird that we find those voices yeah, jarring? Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? I just felt like there was just something missing. I don't know what. Because in 2002, we were we were proper adults in 2002, you know. Yeah, two, teen, like, yeah I was 21. Because, <laughs> like, we weren't kids, so we no. shouldn't have that connection. No, but I do. To something like that. Probably because I've watched it most Christmases since, I mm. guess, at some stage. Um, it's always on BBC at Christmas. Always. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Essentia is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This episode is brought to you by Intuit the technology platform that brings financial confidence with products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. You might have learned the recorder in school, but probably not how to navigate the financial world. Luckily, Intuit's on a mission to help with the free Intuit for Education program. It provides students with the lessons to learn essential skills, like how to build credit, file taxes, and budget. Check out their free resources at intuit.com education. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, Bella, so had, what about Bella Ramsey? She, she did a good job as Molly. She she was Molly, wasn't she? Yeah. I didn't recognise that voice until I looked at the end who was the cast because Tiff or Jodie Comer was uh, Frizzle. Oh, Fr- no, it wasn't. It's someone I've never heard of before. Yeah. Uh, Josie Sedgwick Davis. We were I trying to think she's of, done we were trying to think anything of else. Yeah, she's, done, she's not done anything else as far as I can see. Apart no. from one episode of Chicken Shop Date where she plays the character she does in this. Well, um, I watched that the other day, the chicken shop thing. Oh, right. It's, it's, you know, do you know what the chicken shop thing is? No. Rich. No, I know it's, I know the woman who You're does it. You're not down it, with the kids, the, are you? I know what an Amelia Di- 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 Berg or whatever her name is. Yeah. So she interviews, <laughs> his, 
she interviews really famous people in a local chicken shop. Right. Okay. It's quite inspirational. It started off just like us. And yeah. now, you know, massive people, you know, she's doing a connection with Netflix on, on, uh, on this. She had share in the chicken shop the other day. Wow. Cher. Wow. Can you imagine share on our podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah on <our> <laughs> I wonder what her worst sequel would be. <laughs> who Anyways, knows? who knows? It's great. Uh, but, yeah, I was just thinking about it compared to the first one. And it's fun. Like we, yeah. Oh, God, we're going to sound so boring. It's fine and fun, guys. Mm. Uh, and it's delightful. To, it's easy, breezy watching. And yeah. you don't really have to think. And the animation's wonderful because it's Armin. Problem with Armin, that the standard is so high like Wallace and wrong, wrong trousers close shave yeah is do you know what I think very high the, I was trying to figure out what it was that was missing that made it not great and I think not great not the greatest word to use but <laughs> yeah. no I mean like it's a it's you know it's okay it's it's fine I think maybe it is the voices maybe I I think the thing is I just didn't care very much you know, at no point did I really care what was happening. You know, like I didn't watch it, and I was like, "Oh, what's going to happen?" What's you know? I'm really into these characters. I didn't. Feels weird to say watching a you know claymation movie, but the first Chicken Run, I feel like you kind of care, and this one, yeah, I didn't care really. <laughs> is, is that because the Chicken Run first one is uh, like got this? Um, this connection to the great escape and there's also Maybe. this this more impending doom that they might die at any second kind of thing yeah and also i think it takes a bit more time to build the characters a yes little bit. probably you know, i guess these characters are already you already know the characters but they've changed them so much it feels like we need a little bit more character building again to sort of say where they are and why and mm. how they've got to where they've got to, you know, it's, yeah, it seems a bit, I don't know. I just found myself not really caring too much about it. No, I, I think, I think exactly what you're saying is correct for me as well. Um, So if we, if you haven't got a connection to those voices, would you enjoy it more? Is that what we're saying? I think, do you know what? Not that I desperately want to give mel gibson work but i think it, if it was mel gibson and julia swaller again i think i'd probably care more like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and uh, daniel mays is great and obviously romesh ranganathan is great yeah but Th those two characters if we could have timothy spall and and phil daniels back that would have been uh, again i missed that i missed them isn't that weird yeah. that we miss voices. it is weird it is weird, and you know, I think that this. I think this is the thing, isn't it? It's just because it's. It seems like studios can easily say, "Oh, it's just animation; nobody will mind." But mm. we do mind. We do. The performances are important, and the nuances of those characters are important. Well, it's continuity, just, isn't it? You know, you wouldn't swap out your actors like, you know, for a sequel to any, to another movie, would you? You know, if it's a live action movie, you wouldn't necessarily swap out your actors. You'd you know you'd expect people to be a bit like mm, that's weird, swapping out your lead actors. You know, well when it when it does happen, we do think it's weird. Yeah, exactly, and the same goes. You know, it's strange. It was a it was a strange feeling. 
It took me a while to get into it. Last 20 minutes, I enjoyed more than any, any of the rest of it, I think. Um, uh, yeah. As soon as they were in the compound, I was having yeah. a lot better fun with it. Do you know what I did? I enjoyed the scene of Rocky getting into the compound, getting, you know, attacked every two seconds by different things. That made me Yeah, laugh. yeah. That, I thought that was funny. There were some funny bits like that eye scanner thing I thought was quite funny. Yeah. Like, instead of instead of it being an eye scanner, it's just like takes a, a picture of someone's eye and then someone has to leaf through a little catalogue to find the eyes. That was very <laughs> odd. it with. Yeah, I thought that was quite funny. That was that felt very Ardman. Um and yeah, there were good there were good bits of it and I did enjoy a lot of it. It just just didn't quite hit the right note. I don't know why. I enjoyed uh, the freaky chickens. I found them yeah. really unsettling. They were quite unsettling, weren't they? The brainwashed chickens with the collars on. Yes. Mm. Well, that was great, but um, I don't know. I, I, it's a hard one to review because I did sit there, and it is an easy watch, and I, I found it very pleasant, and I chuckled away, uh, but all the way through at the back of my head was like, these voices are weird. Where are the normal people? Why do they sound not like the people? And ultimately, that that ruined my view and pleasure, which is a, I can't get over. It's a weird thing to say. Um, I I don't know if that should like alter how I feel about the film, but it, it definitely definitely has. Mm. And if you ask me to watch Chicken Run two again, I'll, I'll probably just stick with Chicken Run one. I think. Yeah. I just right. enjoyed those characters a lot more in the first setting than in the second setting. In the second one, it felt like to get those the secondary characters, the mice and babs and whatever, into it. It just it felt a little bit shunted, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I do. With those characters, and you know, with Mrs. Tweedy back, did that hundred percent work? I don't know. It's weird that she's got this connection with a, a chicken, and I find that quite funny, actually. She's like, yeah. Well, yeah, she was nearly murdered by a chicken. You know, I could sort of, I can sort of see it. Yeah. What uh, should we do? The. Uh... I was just going to say, do you fancy? Uh, do you fancy doing the Rotten Tomatoes game? I absolutely have, have a little play. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go with Chicken Run to start with, for okay. the original, the first Chicken Run. Let me know what you think the critics gave that. We've got 174 reviews. Ooh. So this is, yeah, for the original. I think this is going to be original quite, quite high. Okay. Uh, 86%. 86% for critics. Yeah. Um, and it is, it's 97%. Certified fresh. 97%. 97% for critics for Chicken Run, the first one. Wow, that's like almost <laughs> perfect movie. It is almost perfect movie. What do you think about audience score? That has to be similar, surely. Because normally audiences over two hundred and fifty thousand plus ratings for audience score. If ninety-seven, I'm going to go ninety-eight. Sixty-five. Shut up. Sixty-five percent for the audience score. Weird, I know, right? So. Very odd. And that means a lot, lot of people have given it three out of five or lower. Well, lot, well, it means 65% of people have given it three stars or higher. People are really weird. That means 35% of people gave it less than three because stars. Because Chicken Run is clearly a four-star movie. I don't care how you look at it. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Even if it's just for the animation, which is incredible in 2002. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh. Do you think it's because it's a very it's a very British sense of humoured movie, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Do you think maybe it got review bombed because people hate... Do you think the Dora Nugget had that same kind of British humour or do you think it felt like a it was trying to be a wider audience? Maybe that's what it was. It did feel like that. You're right. Yeah, it did feel It was trying like to cater to, to the whole audience. world and more of the American... Because it is Netflix. This is a Netflix movie. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You could be right on that. It didn't quite have the same British humour. Mm. Um, yeah, I think maybe maybe it's a review bomb against Mel Gibson, potentially. Or, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah, 65% for the first one. So, bearing those in mind, yeah. uh, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nuggets... What do you think critics would have given this one? We've had 87 reviews. So, so this far. has been out for, a, well, a week, but it, it's been reviewed quite a it's while. It's been out for three days, essentially, on Netflix. But I think we had the the um, the premiere and the critic screenings and stuff for like a week or it so. It also was shown at the London Film Festival. So there were some yes. early reviews. Mm. Um, okay, this is going to be a tougher one. So... 97 for the first one. It's going to be lower than that, I reckon. 79? And that's me being kind, I think. Spot on. 79. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a critic. <laughs> I'm a critic. I can't believe it. I can't believe you got the spot on. <laughs> right, we're, we're swapping this round permanently <laughs> from now on. <laughs> audience. And what about the audience score? Only a hundred or a hundred yeah, plus that, ratings. That'll go up after over time. Because obviously, critics have seen it a lot more than than audiences have. Oh my! Eighty-three percent. Very close. Eighty-six. Oh, I was nearly going to say eighty-six, but four. So this gets a higher audience score than the first one by quite a considerable. Margin. I don't know if we can really look into that yet because it's so new. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But it. But that is a that's still strange for me. Yeah, I still don't know why the first one's only sixty five percent. I can't get over sixty five percent. That's that's just bizarre. Weird. It is weird. It is very weird. Do you think it plays plays well as a sequel? How do you feel like? Because you must have watched them. Did you watch them back to back recently, or was it just straight to the? No, no, I didn't. No, I haven't watched the first one since like last Christmas. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay. It's it hits the beats you want it to hit, as in like this character, some character growth, things have happened. It introduces new characters quite nicely. The problem for me is the old characters are too different, mm. so it feels very different to the first one. The vibes aren't quite the same, so it's not quite there. What about you? What do you? Well, the problem is the storyline of the first one is so good. Like that playoff was the yeah. great escape is. It works so well that... Yeah, essentially, that's like the whole premise of that movie is, what if we did The Great Escape, but with chickens? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, this one doesn't have that reliance on that that storyline. I mean, it'd be no. clever if they found a movie they could have gone off, but I don't think they did. Um, I'd be interested to see if yeah. this is it now or if they carry on the story, like another one. I think it feels 
I think feels that sort of diminishing returns kind of thing. I think is the the main thing, right? So if they do do a third one, I imagine it'll be the the slide into a TV series <laughs> like they did with like Sean the Sheep kind of thing, you know. The, the problem with Netflix is I can never work out or understand if it, if if it does well, they still might cancel it. Oh yeah, got yeah. You know oh, they've still because what's that Joe Cornish film, a TV show that you watched, Lockwood and Co. Lockwood and Co. Third... Yeah, it's like everyone loved it. Loads of people watched it. It was incredible. <laughs> nah, not making it. It's the third most watched anymore. thing on Netflix in this year in 2023. And they've cancelled. Wild, it. and they've cancelled it. It's what it's just. Yeah, Netflix is like the Wild West, isn't it? So it's just weird. I can see them doing like a chicken run, like a, you know, one of those Christmas specials kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Something, see something that. like that could be coming down the road, but I don't. I I don't really want to spend any more time with his characters. <laughs> Is that bad? Oh, that's pretty sad. That's pretty sad. I really like on that. One. Yeah, and so I think I know the answer to this. With uh, what are you going to say about the question for unequal sequel? And also, what are you going to give it out of seven? Oh, it's it's an unequal sequel because the first one is better, and I think oh yeah, I think it's better yeah. by a fair distance as well. And I don't want Absolutely. to make the people at Ardman hate me because I really would like to go for a tour around there. If they're I mean, if anyone from Ardman is listening, Dave is your biggest fan. Please let me just... Like... I want to go in the lift and then have Wallace tell me up and down and stuff like that because apparently that's what happens. Um, it's a, it is a good movie. Just the problem with it is that it has a better, a much better movie in front of yeah. it. Um, I think it was just a standalone film chicken run doing a nugget it would be fine it'd be okay it'd be great uh but chicken run's so good that it 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 it, it hampers it a little bit um what would i give it out of seven okay if top gun mavericks are seven out of seven uh <laughs> what did we give christmas or mine to we gave that like three and a half didn't we yeah it's better than that yeah, so we that. might as well go four it is four a bit better half. than that yeah I mean, okay. Yeah, I think I'd give it a four. Yeah, that was where I was was landing. I would definitely, definitely I would definitely say watch sequel, it. Like you said, I recommend watching it easily. Yeah. I think but as a Christmas film, you know, four out of seven is still a positive review, yes. right? That's it's a lovely you know. family watch. I bet you and George had a wonderful time watching it together, and both we did. He was he laughing. howled with laughter a few times. You know, he he properly like howled with laughter a couple of times. Yeah. So. You know, it's it's good for kids, absolutely. Well, that's good. That's um, really good. It warms yeah. my heart at this time of year, Rich. Absolutely, mate. So, uh, do, do you want to see us out, or do you want me to? Oh do my that god, bit? shall I do it? <laughs> oh, this is new. Hang on. Uh, so, if you want to hear more from us. What, what, yeah. If you want to hear more from us, check out us on another slice forward slash unequal sequel. There you will find uh, loads more uh, extra episodes that we do. Uh, basically, three podcasts in one. Uh, there's box set mentality, is where we watch a whole box set one by one and put us through torture and hell, it seems, on that one. Uh, currently watching the Twilight series. Uh, Two more to go on that. We're about to get to the big finish of Breaking Dawn, part one and two. I'm sure 
it's going to be great. We also do disenfranchised, where we look at sequels that should have, could have, would have had a sequel, but something happened. Uh, they're a lot of fun. You're about to listen to one there about the Christmas special, which is about the holiday. Uh, if you want to get in contact, there's loads of ways to get in contact to us. We are on uh, Twitter. I'm not going to call it the other name. Twitter. Uh, about to say Facebook. We're not on Facebook. We're not on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Unequal sequel. We're on Fred's unequal sequel we're on blue sky unequal sequel we're on tiktok you might spot a pattern here unequal sequel <laughs> we are now also all our videos and episodes are on youtube if that's for your thing all 196 episodes are up there uh, if i mean there's no real videos they go with them it's just our symbol our logo but if that's your thing get on there check it out rate it subscribe Apparently, if we get 500 subscribers, we become a YouTube partner or something, and we can be mm. like Logan Paul and uh, influencers and stuff. Uh, so that'd be great, <laughs> wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? And um, me and Rich might just put some more videos or stuff. We've got some plans if we get work out some stuff to put on there. And I think that's it. Uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Give us five stars on Spotify and five stars on anything else you can rate us, right? I think you might have missed the email address. Email us. But, uh, uh, you know, e easily done. Email <laughs> at unequalsequel.hotmail.com. Yes, that is hotmail.com, because Hotmail is the future and is <laughs> the best place for emails. Yes, yeah, so if you've got anything to say about anything we do, including Chicken Run 2, your thoughts on that, Dawn of the Nugget, send it there we will read them out on our end of month specials not this end of month we've already pre-recorded that because of me being here but we will read that out in the end of month special uh roundup in january probably brilliant yeah uh, next 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 week is the end of month roundup for december that has been pre-recorded so it's going to be missing a little bit of the sequel news and stuff like yeah. that but it's still if fun. you've sent us messages in the last kind of few days which i know a few people yes, have, have sorry we've already redone it we've already pre-recorded it so we'll we'll read those out in january yes um but yeah thanks for those we have seen them we're not ignoring you uh we just pre-recorded it because you know dave was in canada beautiful yeah, canada. inconsiderate really isn't it inconsiderate that's all i'm saying yeah <laughs> well I think that's it. I think that's everything we've got to say about Chicken Run 2. Thank you very much for joining us. It has been a pleasure, as always. I don't know how to end the episode because I've never done this before. But uh, I think what Dave normally says is uh, join us next week for the sequel to this week. You forget, you're Something forgetting the buys. I haven't got to that bit yet. Well, do you see what's this week is in? This week is after the buys normally. Oh, do, it's after the buys, is thing. it? Oh. Well, it's a goodbye from me, and it's a goodbye from him. Bye. <laughs> Don't sign that, that. Come on. That was a gargle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll see you next week for the sequel to this week. Goodbye. Well, that that was weird. Let's yeah, let's not do that again, though. Let's 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 keep it the normal way. Around. It does show that synopsis aren't that hard, Rich. Get off of me.